UMass with a chance to take down little brother Lowell for the second time in two weeks. We got everything to get you guys ready for this game. It's chill the bill time, so let's go. everybody and welcome to episode 55 of high character the friendship four is open and we're back to normal hockey east play umass has just one game this weekend against very familiar opponent umass lowell just eight days removed from playing them in the friendship four my name is cameron and i am joined by my good pal evan evan how you doing man I'm doing well. I think we are back to our regular scheduled programming, but I feel anything but normal right now. I woke up at like six this morning because my sleep schedule is all screwed up due to the jet lag. But yeah, I'm, I'm ready to talk about a very familiar foe. We literally played them last weekend, so shouldn't be too much new information for our viewers, in our opinion. But uh, we still got to, you know, for completion's sake, we got to go through it and we got to get back to our normal posting schedule. So that's why we're here. Yeah, so this one's not going to be as long as some of the other previews. Like Evan said, we previewed them just a week ago. So if you want more of a deep dive into UMass Lowell in this matchup, go back to, to the Friendship 4 preview. But we'll talk about it a little bit real quick um, just to familiar guys, familiarize you guys again with the information. So Lowell comes in. They're 9-6. and six. They have a win against St. Lawrence, a win and a loss to Miami of Ohio. Win and a loss to Michigan State, win versus Northeastern, win and a loss to BU, two wins versus Vermont, a loss to BC, and a loss and an overtime win to UConn. And then in the Friendship Four, obviously, UMass took care of them two to one, and they squeaked out with an overtime win against Dartmouth, which uh, was a really scary game for them. They went down three nothing in that one, a game they needed to win, a, a pretty bad opponent. So um, they didn't have a great weekend last weekend. They're uh, winning a loss against a lot of teams this year. So um, they are nationally ranked, but nothing, um, not taking your breath away by any means, especially of late so far is Lowell. Yeah, I mean, looking at their schedule, their past five games that they've played dating back to November 15th against BC, like all of their losses have been basically one or two goal losses. And their only two wins in that stretch for both OT wins. So they haven't had a regulation win since playing Vermont. And Guys, let's be real, it's Vermont. They are not doing very well this season. So, I mean, recently when they come up against very solid opponents, they've struggled, you know what I mean? And Dartmouth, granted, Dartmouth isn't the best team out right now, but they're still a pretty decent squad. But it, the fact that they came back in that game was a little bit shocking. Like, I don't really think that was so much of a Lowell comeback as it was a Dartmouth choke. Like, I was I was seeing some of the some of the goals in that, and Dartmouth's goalie kind of fumbled the bag a little bit at the end there, on, especially on the OT winner, so... Yeah, really, really suspect opponents that, uh, you know, they've gotten some wins against recently. I mean, granted, the UConn one was a good one. But, yeah, I think I think we took care of business against them last weekend, and that's really going to be the main focus going into this weekend is continuing that, tr that, that trend of taking care of business. Yeah, and UMass comes in at more of an upward trend. Their record now is 7-5-2. and two. They have that opening night uh, tie to AIC, two wins against number one Denver, two wins against Union, OT win and OT loss to Merrimack. Uh, a loss and an OT loss to Providence, two two losses to BU, and then a win against UNH, and then the Friendship Four. Um, obviously, they beat Lowell two to one, and they lost or lost in a shootout, but it actually tied 
number now two in the polls, Quinnipiac. So um, they're they're definitely looking better than they did on that five game losing streak. They they played Lowell pretty well. They played Quinnipiac pretty well. So um, the team looking to bring that momentum back home, especially with the whiteout game coming up. Yeah, we got our swagger back a little bit, and I think that was really important because we were in a huge slump. Um, played, you know, Lowell, you know, fair to say is a very solid team, even though they're recent kind of, you know, five games or whatever, don't give them the best look, but they started off the season quite well. And we we did very well against a number two ranked at this point, Quinnipiac. You know what I mean? Like those are two very, very solid teams that we played against over the weekend. And I think we played some of our, our best hockey this season then. So, you know, that was huge. Um, granted the Quinnipiac result, didn't really go either. I mean, I guess it kind of went Quinnipiac's way and a shootout. Who cares? Like shootouts are stupid anyway. But yeah, I think I think we're definitely putting our best foot forward as of recently. And I'm not expecting anything different against, you know, Lowell the second time around, uh, which would ultimately be tomorrow night. Yeah. And uh, again, the the crowd's probably going to be rocking. Mullen Center is going to look uh, look pretty good on Saturday night. So that momentum will certainly help along with the improved play lately. Uh, as we switch over to the goalies, the UMass Lowell goalie situation confused us a little bit. We thought it was going to be Henry Welsh in the first game of the Friendship Four. He's actually their uh, so-called backup, Gustavs Davis Gringles, who started that game and played pretty well, only gave up the two goals to UMass. Welsh started the second game against Dartmouth, and he gave up three goals in the first period and ended up getting yanked. So uh, he seemed like their guy coming into the Friendship Four, but possibly possible and I think most likely we probably see Griggles in on Saturday but who's who's to really say we were wrong about that last week yeah I mean it's always going to be a crapshoot when you have two goalies that play you know a somewhat similar amount of games played I think they're just going to ride the hot hand I mean it's kind of his net until they lose it you know like he played very well in the first game like you said only two goals against and then the second game he relieves the struggling goaltender in the first period and literally shuts the door the rest of the game to let their team win it in OT like there's no way you take that away from him. You know what I mean? So I genuinely don't see a world where it's not Gustav's Davis Griggles. I have to say it every single time and sound it out like a fourth grader, but yeah, it's kind of tough to get his name, but he's been, he's been doing his thing in net and I'm expecting him to continue that against UMass. I'm not, I'm not expecting to continue the good performances just for him to start. Of course, that very important clarification there. Yes. Thank you for that. Um, one thing of note with Griggles is he did come in relief uh, played the second and third periods and that short overtime period, he only had to make five saves in that entire 40 plus minutes. <laughs> he was not tested. You, you were right when, uh, when you said they really Dartmouth really fumbled the bag near the end. So yeah, he didn't, he didn't really get tested in that second game. Sheesh. Yeah. And then we, uh, we switch over to the UMass side and this one's a little more cut and dry after the friendship four. Coach Carville came out and said that Luke Pavisic is the guy going forward. He played really well in both friendship four games against two nationally ranked opponents. And he's, he's going to be the guy going forward. So uh, unless something drastic happens, he's we'll see him on Saturday. Yeah. I mean, we see it in the games played 11 to five, basically, at least that's what it says on elite prospects. Um, I think it might be a little bit different because of like game started versus games played, but yeah, I mean, Pavisic has been doing his thing. His numbers are solid. They're, you know, enough ahead of Cole Brady, especially in a larger sample size of games to where he deserves a starting spot, I feel, at this point. And clearly Carville agrees. And who are we to question what he thinks? You know what I mean? Like, he's he's clearly been very solid as of late. He's bounced back from that bit of a nightmare streak that we had earlier on in the season. And 
let's let's hope that his reign of you know good performances continues. Yeah, and uh, as we switch over to the the scores we're looking out for in this game, UMass scored four goals over in Belfast at the Friendship Four, so um, not much of a, of a anything to change since we last did this preview. But one thing of note, Kenny Connors, he won the Rookie of the of the Week for Hockey East. He had two goals against Lowell last time. He had a handful of points on the weekend, so uh, he's definitely the guy to be looking out for as we go forward, as he has been all season. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. He's been kind of our our talisman forward, if you will. He's kind of been leading the way in that respect. And, you know, he – I mean, that's not to say that, you know, our depth isn't showing up, but I think Connors has definitely been the guy to kind of be the leader on the offensive front. You know, he clearly leads us in points and goals and almost assists. He's second in assists. I think he's only being uh, led by Ryan Ufko, who I think has offensively really stepped up his game as of recently. I don't want to completely detract away from the points leaders here, but – I think Ofko has been been doing his thing. He he's actually above Scotty Morrow in the points department, which I think is quite interesting. Granted, he's not there in the plus minus, but that could obviously just be a a, a byproduct of you know who he's playing with and just you know line matchups and things like that. But yeah, Kenny Connors has been huge. Definitely, I completely agree with you there. Yeah, and nothing much changed on the low side either. Carl Berglund, who we talked about last week, is still their guy. Um, one thing I'm I'm looking out for in this game for sure is another low scoring game. We saw last Friday, final score was two to one. Lowell does not give up much. They have 1.9 goals against per game and they only score 2.6 goals per game. So they have a lot of low scoring games. And I, I just imagine we'll see that again uh, come Saturday. I'm going to actually play the devil's advocate here. I'm going to disagree with you on that. I think the boys are going to be buzzing during the whiteout. I think they're going to see everybody in the stands. It's going to be a nice packed house. Everyone's going to be going absolutely crazy. I think the team's going to feed off that energy and just come at them full force offensively. I'm I'm not sure if that's going to equate out to like a 5-1 UMass win or like a 5-4 UMass win. I have no idea how we're going to look defensively just because I think we're going to be all out trying to attack. And I think because Griggles kind of didn't really face that many shots in the previous game, I don't want to say he's going to be rusty because he's still going to have, you know, a whole week of practice to go off of, but I think just that sort of game experience where he didn't really seem all that tested in that second game against Dartmouth, I think cracks might be showing there just because if we come out them, you know, come at them full force in the beginning of the game, we might be able to put them on their back heels really early and score a couple of really quick ones. And I think the game might get out of hand really early. That's my, that's my hot take. I'm playing devil's advocate here. And I think we might be able to shy away from the classic three, two, you know, two, one score line that we've been expecting as of recently. I think we might get a really, really high-scoring game here on, on Saturday. Hey, I would absolutely take that for sure. Um, Lowell definitely has their struggles away from home ice also, which is of note. They're 2-4. and four. And UMass has, all things considered, been pretty good at home. Um, I believe they're 5-1-1 one and one at home. So uh, all, all signs point to UMass getting a, a nice victory, I would think. And uh, it's starting to starting to add up over the last couple of seasons. UMass has played played Lowell very well home and away. Uh, so um, all signs point to UMass having another good performance, but anything could happen in this game called hockey that we love. Of course. All right. So I think that was just about everything we wanted to cover. If you're going to the game on Saturday, make sure you wear white. We, we do it once a year, the whiteout game. It's always really fun. They're giving away t-shirts also to i believe the first uh 2500 fans something like that so get there early wear your white should be 
an awesome time. Two of us are going to be hanging out at the hangar before this one, the U S men's national team, a world cup game is going to be on at um, three o'clock. So that's when I believe that we'll be getting there to hang out with people and watch that and get ready for the game. So should be a fun time all from three o'clock all the way through the end of this game. Yeah, no, I'm definitely looking forward to that men's national team game. That's going to be huge, you know, world cup, big fan of soccer always. And I'm hoping that, you know, we get the big dub there. The, the momentum kind of, you know, follows with everybody going over to Mullins, you know, no excuse not to be wearing white because to get there early enough, especially if you're watching the game with us, we're going to get to the stadium early. You're going to get your t-shirt. You know what I mean? There's, there's no excuse that you're not going to be wearing white tomorrow. So we got to make it a really, really fun atmosphere. We got to get those goals. You know, it's going to be just a really, really fun atmosphere. So I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to tomorrow and I'm really hoping that we get two, two victories on the whole, because obviously world cup's going to be huge, but you know why we're here. You know why we're doing the podcast. We're here for that UMass hockey dub at the end of the day. So I'm ready to see that tomorrow. I'm super excited. Yeah, and the chance to take down little brother for the second time in eight days is always always feels good. So of course. that is everything we have for this one. We hope to see all of you guys out there in Amherst on Saturday. And besides that, just uh, go UMass. Go UMass. Take care, everybody. And let's take care of that little brother that we hate. That His name is UMass Lowell. They oh stink. God.